Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary, your host, and today we are going to be talking about something that's going on right now. Everybody is, it's on the forefront of probably everybody's mind because we are currently in the midst of a pandemic uh, with the coronavirus. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that. We actually, we are honored to have uh, two guests with us today. Uh, We have Marta Perez from Spain, all the way from Spain. And we have uh, Andreas Romano. Romo LaRue? I, I should have practiced that one. <laughs> and, and he's here to assist also and, and with also a little bit of translation every once in a while. So, um, so yeah, thank you for coming on here, Marta. Um, so I just want to, I did a little bit of quick research before jumping on here and uh, because Every country has been hit differently. And from what I was looking up, that um, Spain actually happens to be um, one of the uh, worst hit countries. And uh, from the numbers that I looked um, in the Newsweek, they were saying five days ago that uh, Spain is the second, has the second highest number of confirmed cases in the world and has the third highest death toll uh, with at the last number that I saw was uh, 21,282. Um, and now recovered, I always like to focus on that, is 80,587 according to their numbers now. Compared to in the U.S., we, uh, according to this, this was supposedly updated on 421, which is today, from the ECDC, who and local government sites, they had collected information. In the U.S., comparatively, we have 779,525 confirmed cases and 20,852 deaths, and the recovered were not reported, which I, you know, I don't know. I like to see that number, but um, there it is. Um, so, so Marta, you want to uh, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what is going on in Spain? I could imagine that you're probably still pretty much in, in lockdown. Is that correct? Ella quiere saber qué qué está pasando ahora mismo en España. Cómo están manejando la situación allá. Okay. Eh, bueno. Todo el mundo sabe el número de casos que hay, son 204.178 casos confirmados, eh, 21.282 eh, muertos. Bueno, la gente aquí está eh, en sus casas, están aisladas, tratando de llevar lo, lo mejor posible. Eh, el día lunes los niños van a empezar a salir a los parques, Eh, pero no se pueden acercar unos a otros hasta un metro de distancia. 
la policía va a estar en el sector para controlar eso. So she says um, the numbers uh, now in Spain, um, she says that 204,178,000 confirmed cases and um, 21,282,000 people recovering. And um, what's going on now in Spain, it's uh, on Monday, the people are still at home, but uh, since Monday, they're gonna, the first uh, stage that they're gonna take is uh, for kids, thinking in kids, they're gonna open the um, the parks, obviously uh, keeping the uh, the social distance. So that's gonna be the first station in Spain. Uh, that's gonna happen on Monday. Yeah, perdón, algo interesante que se está dando desde los inicios de la pandemia es que la la gente empieza a socializar eh, desde los balcones o desde las ventanas. Eh, a las 8 de la noche salen a aplaudir a las enfermeras y médicos, pero al mismo tiempo empiezan a socializar con sus vecinos. Eh, en esto, estos 15 días han utilizado la música, el himno nacional de aquí de España, y luego música para eh, entretenerse o para eh, comunicarse con, con los demás, bailando un poco, tratar de divertirse de otra manera. Uh, what she says is um, it's something something nice, interesting in, in some way. It's uh, a lot of people, you know, that are trying to keep the, the, the social distance. They are, um, especially uh, at the nighttime, at 8 p.m., they are going to the balconies and uh, going to the windows and trying to socialize with the, with the neighbors, sharing music, um, uh, you know, trying to honor the doctors, nurses who are in the front of the, in the line from uh, dealing with this thing. And um, they used to play the uh, the national song, dancing a little bit. Can be something uh, special, and and this, you know, trying to to keep the, the social distance. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, one of the things that we need so much is to have that connection with other people. So, so I love that. That. That's how you were doing. And music is such a beautiful way to raise your spirits. And, and um, yeah, yeah. So I love how you're doing it. We've, we've saw some videos from Italy. And, um, yeah. Really yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so Martha, you want to share a little bit about um, what, your, what your experience was of, you know, first starting to get sick and um, – because I believe that your symptoms seemed a little different than what was otherwise out there as um, these are the symptoms for COVID. Is that correct? Uh, eh, ¿Quieres ahora compartirnos un poquito de, de tu experiencia? ¿Cómo, cómo fue tu, tu experiencia personal? Partiendo de que eh, los síntomas que tú presentaste en, en ese momento eran diferentes de los que... Eh, se estaban esperando la fiebre el dolor de cabeza la, más asociados con, con la gripe ¿Cómo, cómo fue tu, tu experiencia en ese en ese punto bueno en mi caso no tuve eh, los primeros días fue el dolor de los ojos tuve dolor de ojos el ojo izquierdo empezó a, a doler un poco más fuerte no podía mover el ojo ni derecha, izquierda, arriba o hacia abajo. Después el dolor de cabeza. Y empezó luego la fiebre. 
cuando empieza la fiebre llamo al médico y no sabían qué tenía. Eh, de todas formas me dijeron que solo tome paracetamol. En la noche eh, empecé a tener vómito el día domingo, vómito y después tuve diarrea. Nuevamente llamé a los médicos y me dijeron que era posible algo digestivo, que tenga paciencia, que ya me van a llamar, pero eh, no tenía realmente síntomas de coronavirus, dolor de cabeza, eh, diarrea, vómito, no eran para coronavirus. El día martes fui al médico y... Un médico me indicó que no me podía atender, que primero tenía que hacerme el examen para coronavirus porque era algo que necesitaban saberlo y me mandó a hacer el examen. El día miércoles tuve el examen y el día jueves ya me dieron el resultado que era coronavirus. Okay. Para ese momento yo ya empecé a dudar y, y empecé a hacerme vaporizaciones. Yeah. Como nos indicaban los abuelos. Um, um, the, the, the symptoms for me uh, start with um, I had some some issues in, in my in my eyes, especially with the with the left eye. I didn't um, I am not allowed to to see uh, left and right, so I have a um, headache. She says and uh, fever, and then she decides to call to the doctors to to tell them what's what's going on. So the doctor says, um, apparently you you have another thing because those those symptoms are not, you know, uh, doesn't look like uh, the virus, the coronavirus. And the, the doctor says you should to take a, a paracetamol just for the headache. And um, she say at Sunday she started uh, to vomiting in diarrhea, which is a uh, kind of weird in, in, in that time about the, you know, related with the, the coronavirus. So on, on Tuesday, she decided to go to the doctor's office and the doctor says, we don't gonna do anything. If you don't get the test, you need to get, you need to be tested before to do something. So on Wednesday, she, she took the test for the coronavirus, and on Thursday, they say the um, the test was right. You had the coronavirus. So <laughs> since the uh, since the first symptom until Thursday is uh, five days, so yeah. she says uh, at that time she started to do something about it before to to get the the results. She was thinking probably it's gonna be this, it's gonna be, I can be infect, infected by the virus, and she start to be proactive before to get the results. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, now you just spoke in my favorite word, proactive. <laughs> in, in what ways were you proactive? What, what kinds of things did you do? ¿Qué fue lo que, siendo proactiva antes de, de recibir los, los resultados del día jueves, qué fue lo que, lo que hiciste? Ya, yeah, um, bueno, aquí yo tengo algunas eh, cositas o hierbas que utilicé para hacer esta vaporización, como la, la manzanilla, ¿sí? Es una de las hierbas que, que yo utilicé de camilla. Oh, yeah. Manzanilla. Camomile. Ya, yeah. eh, cola de caballo. 
Okay. No, I, I don't know in English. <laughs> it's like cola de caballo. So, rosemary? No, no, it's not. That's um, no. Oh. no. horse radish. Oh, okay. Horse radish. Yeah. Y romero? Rosemary. Okay. Uh -huh. Rosemary. Uh -huh. Okay. Rosemary. Eucalypto. Uh -huh. Sí. Ya yeah, todas estas las junté para poder hacerme la vaporización. Yeah, she makes all those herbs and uh, start to do a vaporization. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Eh, sí, y algo muy esencial que hizo eh, hicimos es la hidratación. Mi esposo eh, fue a la, a, a la farmacia a comprar eh, suero oral y empecé el suero oral constante. Cuando me dio vómito y diarrea ya no podía comer nada y lo único que me mantuvo fue el suero oral hasta el día uh, miércoles estuve con suero oral. So something important that she says uh, once, um, uh, you know, having the, the diarrhea and the vomit, she um, and the husband, who was uh, a very important person in this uh, situation, so they've been uh, working and to try to rehydrate for for everything because she was not allowed to to eat anything. So they've been working hard and try to keep the body hydrated. Hydrated. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And so the the fusion there of the it was chamomile, eucalyptus. Um, what else? Uh, chamomile, um, radish, um, radish, horseradish, romero, volto, rosemary, and, and eucalyptus. Yeah, so that was an infusion that you used. And did you boil it and then have a towel over your head and, mm -hmm. and inhale that? Oh, must have smelled wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and so that helped open up your respiration or your, or what did, what did that do? ¿Qué, ¿Qué sentiste cuando, cuando hiciste las, cómo hiciste? ¿Lo hiciste con, con vaporizaciones? ¿Te pusiste una toalla sobre la cabeza? ¿Y cuál fue el efecto que las hierbas tuvieron en, 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 en tus vías respiratorias? ¿Cómo lo sentiste? Ya, yeah. realmente yo mis vías respiratorias estaban abiertas. No tenía problema de vías respiratorias. El, el vapor lo que sirvió realmente es para que no ingresen lo, el virus hacia las vías respiratorias. Durante todo el periodo del virus... No tuve problemas de vías respiratorias y es la ayuda de las vaporizaciones que, que logré para poder recuperar. So she says uh, she never had uh, the, um, the respiratory ways uh, compromised. She, right. um, maybe because the, the vaporizations, all the, um, the uh, she didn't have an, an issue with that because she says maybe because the vapes was killing the um, the virus going right. to the uh, to the lawns so yeah. always keep the the ways open and yeah yeah so it, it seemed like it it just hit other areas of you your more was more of a gut and a more of a head thing for you and it, it you avoided it in the respiratory system it sounded like eh, como supuse que el virus había entrado a través de mis ojos por el dolor de ojos que tuve al inicio también me puse eh, la manzanilla en los ojos, bolsitas de manzanilla en los ojos para aliviar el dolor. 
So she says, um, uh, because the uh, the pain in the eyes, she was assuming the the virus maybe can can go inside to her body through through the eyes, and she started to use the um the chamomile to to put um in her eyes. Okay, like eye patch, almost like yeah, yeah. Eye patch. Uh-huh. It helps a lot with the with the pain. Yeah. Wow, that's good to know. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, and and so one of the things that we're going to be talking about because we in a couple of minutes we're going to go into our first uh, commercial break is we're going to talk a little bit about some of these you know herbal um, uh, fusions and and com- what are you concoctions or whatever you want to call it that you know seem to really help and so it the chamomile patch on the eyes that relieved the pain you're saying and. And um, and then with the vaporization that helped, probably we can assume we're not. None of us are medical doctors, but we certainly can feel we we know our own body, and that's one of the things that I really want to uh, talk about. We emphasize a lot here on Shift Happens is that you know we we own our own body, and when we really pay attention to what's going on in our body. We can, uh, is, as in Marta's case, she was being proactive because she had to wait for five days before she actually got do- diagnosed and therefore wanted to go ahead and get something started. So, um, you know, and so this is one of the things that we're talking about. We're speculating, assuming, whatever word you want to come uh, throw in there, that probably some of these things may have prevented her from getting worse. But we're going to hear a little bit more about Martha's stories and story and her progress, her journey through the COVID virus, which thank goodness she's on the other side of now. So we'll be right back after these couple of messages. And you will want to definitely hang on for more about how she got through. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. 
Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello, and thank you for hanging in there with us. I am Karen Weary on Shift Happens. And if you're just tuning in, you'll want to go back and listen on demand to hear the beginning of the story because today we are talking about, we're talking with a COVID survivor all the way from Spain. And uh, she is zooming in with us. We love Zoom, don't we? Uh, It's been such a beautiful thing during this pandemic uh, that uh, we have been still able to connect but she is zooming in from Spain, and we're talking about some of the things that um, her journey through, because her journey was a little different. Her symptomology was different. It you know, tends to be a, a respiratory virus, it seems like, but uh, she had different symptoms. So now one of the things we were talking about was when she went to the doctor, they told her, well, you know, we, we're not going to treat you until you, you get tested. So she had to wait yet another day. For the test and then yet another day before the results came back so that was a whole entire five days and it's a little synopsis well one of the things that uh, she did was thinking about well you know let's do something between now and when i can get a doctor to help me do something about this and uh, put, put together a concoction of some because uh, um uh, chamomile and eucalyptus and horseradish and merriam that um, she made a vaporization of and for the eyes because her um, eyes really hurt and so may have gotten the virus through there which is why there was so much pain and uh, with the chamomile patch put on her eyes which helped reduce the pain and so you know I, I love when we can use nature and and all the healing powers there is uh, in nature to help with this. And um, so we also have Andres Romero with us. I am having a hard time with that last name. <laughs> and he's here. All the time and everywhere. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> um, yeah, people do the opposite of mine. They, they say my name, Karen, and then they ask me, how do you say weary? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you did the last one just fine, but it's the first yeah, one. We got the feeling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, he's here, Martez's cousin, and he's here to help with some translation. So, so um, yeah, what were some other things that you were doing if there was anything outside of what you've already shared with us of your um, proactive um, measures that you took? ¿Qué otras cosas fueron las que, las que tú hiciste aparte de las que eh, nos has compartido ya eh, siendo eh, proactiva en esta, en esta situación con el, con el virus? Bueno, una de las cosas que hice fue algo que me enseñó un médico homeopático en el que eh, uno se puede curar a sí mismo teniendo, tomando la energía que, que se tiene. Entonces, eso fue una de las cosas que usé. Y algo mucho más importante en mi vida, en este periodo de enfermedad, fue mi esposo. Roberto fue el que más me ayudó. So something um, that she she found as uh, really important to, to mention is uh, uh, she was um, 
following the direction from um, her homeopath. She been a few times ago with the homeopath doctor. Okay. That, that the right word? Homeopathic doctor. Exactly. So mm. and, uh, she teach her about how you can cure yourself using your own energy, which mm. is amazing. It's so interesting. So another important fact that um, been going through this uh, uh, COVID infection was the husband. He was a uh, he was next to her all the time, taking care and doing the the nurse job at home. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. We we definitely need that part. <laughs> yeah, es mi yeah. mejor parte. Eh, algo que hizo mi esposo Roberto es eh, en la alimentación. Después del periodo de estar solo tomando el eh, suero fisiológico, empezó a darme eh, tomate el tomate riñón, no sé cómo se llama ya, Ajá. o un poquito de limón, aceite de oliva y un poquito de sal. Entonces oh. esa era mi alimentación, desayuno, almuerzo y merienda, eh, el día, sería el día martes antes del examen. Eh, y el, después del examen empecé con verduras y zanahoria, Diferentes tipos de frutas, pero solamente natural, todo natural, nada de otras. So she says, uh, you know, after the um, the hydration process, um, the the husband started to give to her some um, uh, kind of salad, I guess, a tomato plus um, lemon, olive oil, and a little bit salt. So basically, that was her diet until Tuesday. And then she started to get some vegetables, trying to keep a good, healthy food going through her body. Mm. Yeah, because pretty much we, you were not able to hold anything down. Was it just kind of, it sounds like it, yours was very much in the gut and wrecking havoc there. Uh, ese, por los por los síntomas que, 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 que tenías parece que está, ten, estaba siendo muy afectada en, en, en el estómago sí no el estómago era más la comida que, que ingerías uh -huh. no no podía ingerir nada excepto el tomate era lo único porque me hacía vomitar otras cosas entonces el tomate empecé ya a, a comerlo y fue el que más me mantenía por eso estuve eh, tres comidas al día era tomate yeah, yeah después uh, los vegetales. The tomato was the, the unique food that she can hold in, in the tummy in, mm. in that time. So it was uh, basically that, that she was doing that diet and yeah. in that time. Yeah, and then the lemon, of course, has good levels of C vitamin in there. And, uh, you know, that's something also that I've heard is, is can be very effective. Also, it boosts your immune system and, yeah. And so then you were able to start having, introducing some vegetables once your stomach got settled a little bit. Yeah, that's what she said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now was there a particular kind of uh, foods that you, you were introducing and, and or your husband was introducing to um, you that uh, were for particular reasons like, you know, Broccoli, let's just say broccoli has, you know, a lot of, you know, certain minerals or whatever in it. And that's why, or it was just basically what you were able to hold down and, and, and eat. 
Después de, la, después de que empezaste a consumir los vegetales, ¿qué, qué tipo de vegetales eran los que, los que estaba preparando tu esposo? El primer, los primeros días, después del examen, lo, empecé a tomar el, el caldo de pollo con, con zanahoria, papanabo, o sea, un típico caldo de pollo, que era lo que más necesitaba. Y luego el brócoli, el rábano, la zanahoria, el papanabo, diferentes, diferentes, porque empecé, como estuve débil, estuve débil, entonces eh, trataba de reforzar el cuerpo a través de, de estos remedios por las vitaminas que contienen. Yeah, she says after the test, uh, they start with, um, with a broad chicken soup, with um, broccoli, carrots, potatoes, and trying to reaffirm the, uh, the health because she was feeling kind of weak because, you know, all the um, diarrhea process, the vomiting, and that was uh, very good for her. Helps mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so some of the things that you said that your uh, doctor of homeopathy had uh, taught you, uh, was that where the... Uh, what you use for the vaporization came in or were there other things? What, what kinds of things had uh, your doctor taught you about using food and, and things from nature to, that got you through this? ¿Qué más, qué más te dijo el, el, el homeopata? Este, um, aparte de, la, de, de curarte a ti mismo con la energía, ¿él te guió en algo de, en las vaporizaciones, por ejemplo, es algo que aprendiste de él, la comida? Mm. Pues, sugerencia no, la verdad esto de las hierbas y todo lo aprendí por mi abuela y mi madre. Ellos fueron las que desde pequeña nos curaban con medicina natural. Eh, mis padres no fueron ricos ni nada, eran, éramos muy pobres. Entonces la medicina natural era lo que nos curaba a nosotros. Eh, ponerte, cuando estábamos con gripe era las vaporizaciones, el mentol en el, en el cuerpo, en la espalda, por la tos, y todos esos recuerdos eh, se me vinieron a la mente y, y los practiqué, ¿no? Porque la abuela, mi madre, mi padre nos curaban de esa manera. Uh, you know, the, the people who introduced it to me um, in, in this, um, being through this herbs process was not something new, it's something that she learned from her grandma from the mom once uh living in ecuador they don't have a lot of money so they don't have enough resources to go to doctors and they used to we used to use the uh, you know the, the mother gaia provides for us to, to keep us yeah. health which is i think is the, is the best way to to deal with this thing at this time so basically she she learned what she she was using what she learned from the mom and the grandma in that time. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, uh, well, so there are a couple of things. One, um, you know, w what are some things that, like, from, that you remember that, okay, I can use this for this and I can use that for that and, and um, share a little bit more about that and how that was used specifically in this situation. ¿Cómo, cómo de este vino a tu cabeza esta, esta idea de voy a usar la, las hierbas o cómo, qué, qué voy a mezclar? ¿Cómo, cómo fue 
eh, ¿cómo llegaron estas, estas ideas a tu cabeza? ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo fuiste recordando lo que tu mami y tu abuelita te, te enseñaron en ese tiempo en cuanto a las hierbas, la comida? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Bueno, mi madre nos enseñó eh, la manzanilla, por ejemplo, es para desinflamar. Todas estas hierbas son desinflamatorias del cuerpo, pero cada una va desinflamando diferentes partes o con más fuerza, ¿no? Eh, la manzanilla es para el estómago, cuando estás enfermo del estómago. El boldo es para el hígado, la desinflamación del hígado. La cola de caballo es para el hígado, infecciones eh, de la mujer, ¿sí? El romero, bueno, el romero se usa mucho en la comida, pero también es un desinflamante. Y el eucalipto es un desinflamante para, el, para el, la respiración. Así es que, recordando todo esto, que son hierbas desinflamantes, las uní para hacerle un poco más fuerte a, la, a las vaporizaciones, She was she was remembered what the mom and the grandma says about the uh, the herbs. Uh, for example, the chamomile works with the anti-inflammatory, and uh, how the eucalyptus can can help to to keep the um, the respiratory ways open. So I was I was doing my my own research about the um, you know all these uh, fantastic herbs, and uh, if it's okay, I can share a little bit with with you. I would love it. So I found the, the eucalyptus leaves, um, it's hiding antioxidants, relieves cold symptoms, treat the dry skin, um, may reduce pain, may promote relaxation and more, a lot more benefits. The horse radish help to prevent cancer. Strength, that's important, strength your immune system, treat urinary tract infections, and treat, treat sinus infection. The Voldo benefit says uh, mild the gastrointestinal pains, reduce the anxiety, and kill bacteria. Which the, one was that? Voldo, V-O-L-D-O, Voldo, Voldo T. I found that in English, uh, Voldo hmm. T. Hmm. Okay. We need to, we need to, we need to try yeah. that. <laughs> Yes. What what was that again? Because I got I was trying to figure out what what is that? I've not heard it. V as in boy. And L D O Voldo. And what does that do again? Uh, this helps with the uh, mild gastrointestinal spams, reduce mm -hmm. anxiety, and kill bacteria. Okay. Chamomile, of course, is uh, reducing inflammation, cancer treatment, and prevention. Mm -hmm sleep and relaxation and treating cold symptoms mm. so that's that's amazing what, what we can get from mother Gaia I know no kidding and that's the thing is that so interesting how diverse some of the uh, um, some of the things that it, they can uh, treat you know like from cancer to uh, gastrointestinal spasms and whatnot and uh, that's just one one little herb so, absolutely yeah yeah sometimes yeah. we are looking another way when we have many resources to, to treat us and go oh, yeah sí. and yeah go ahead Marta. Eh, eh, cuando se unen estas hierbas el, en cierta forma el agua eh, tiene más vitaminas y más fuerza para poder ayudar al cuerpo porque esto también no solo se puede usar para el, 
se puede usar para baños personales de la mujer que ayudan a eliminar las bacterias eh, vaginales, por ejemplo. So once, o sea, no, no solo se usa para la gripa. Once you mix all, all these this herbs, the, the water is going to be, you know, going to get a lot of vitamins. You can use uh, for many, for many, uh, to treat uh, a lot of things uh, related with, with women, women's, you know, things like that. So the, the water, the, the water going to get uh, amazing properties. So once you vaporize, then you can drink tea? Or is it pretty much spent once you've, you know, you've vaporized yourself in that and then, because it's been boiling, but then you may have been breathing into it and I don't know if you want to <laughs> drink it after that. I don't know. ¿Alguna, alguna de, esas, de esas hierbas tú las, las usaste en té? Hiciste... Sí. sí, sí, la manzanilla eh, la tomo, bueno, y la tomo siempre. Eh, manzanilla, el boldo, se lo, lo tomo cada 15 días o una vez al mes para ayudar al hígado. Sí, el romero se usa mucho en la comida, así es que no es yeah, eh, nada malo. Obviously, obviously, everybody knows the chamomile, like a tea, and this uh, boldo, boldo tea, uh, like, a, like a tea, has a lot of properties too. Um, at this point, uh, Karin, if you don't mind, I, I want to ask something to, to Marta. To yeah, yeah, we have one minute till we go into the next set of uh, breaks of commercials though so. all right so once you, once you know uh you had the the infection the covid 19 infection how that that thing works in your mind what the 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 thoughts come to your your mind una vez que te que te, que te dijeron que estabas infectada ¿Cómo es el hecho de saber que estás con la con el virus cómo esto incidió en tu en tu mente, en tu cabeza, ¿cuál fue tu, tu predisposición para...? Yeah, let's have the answer when we come back. We'll just leave everybody a little bit on a cliffhanger there. <laughs> But basically the question is, real quick, you know, and knowing that now you have COVID as opposed to some gastrointestinal thing or whatever, what did that do to her psyche? So when we come back from these messages, we're going to get the answer to that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers 
to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are back to Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary, and we are here today talking with a COVID survivor from Spain. And uh, one of the things we were just talking about was that, you know, in Spain, according to what I was looking up before we jumped on here, was that is one of the hardest hit countries in the world and uh, there's a certain number of death toll which is something that they definitely make sure that they um, put up everywhere what the death toll is and how many confirmed cases and some of the countries they report how many are recovered but that's not what's emphasized so the question that Andres he posed right before he went to this break was so what was you know was there a change in the psyche, what were the thoughts that happened when you went from maybe have COVID, I don't know, the symptoms don't really match, but maybe I do, so I'm going to get tested, and actually getting the diagnosis of COVID. ¿Me traduces? Sí, yo estaba repitiendo la pregunta. Ah, ok. Dice, básicamente. Ajá, este, como, como una vez que, que supiste después de que te entregaron los resultados que, que en verdad estabas, tenías el, el virus, este, podría, podría tomarse como una sentencia de muerte o podría tomarse como, no sé, como, como tú la tomaste, como, como, cuál fue tu, tu reacción, tu primera reacción una vez que el doctor te dijo, well, es, estás infectado. El coronavirus. Bueno, yo recibí la noticia a través del correo electrónico. Mi Roberto estuvo al pendiente todo el tiempo de que llegara el resultado. Y nada, ya había tomado una previsión contra, contra la gripe, así es que lo tomé con tranquilidad y sabía que ya no necesitaba ir nuevamente al médico, sino más bien tratar de mantenerme eh, a mí misma, como eh, mantenerme bien no desesperarme, estar tranquila, y lo único, pedía, yo soy creyente en Dios, pedía a Dios de que me dé la fuerza para seguir adelante, y sabía que lo iba a poder hacer. So she says, uh, basically, um, my husband was, uh, you know, checking the email because they, they're going to send the, um, 
the test results by, by email. So the husband was uh, checking every single day the, the results. And, um, you know, uh, being proactive and being ready for whatever the results going to be helps a lot because once she got the results and says, you know, it's, it's positive, you have it. So I never, and she says, I never thought I'm going to die or something like that because at, at that point she was recovering um, you know, she was feeling better mm. about the, the, the sickness, so it was not a big deal. I think that the key over here is being proactive. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And, and um, so once you were diagnosed, did the doctor prescribe any medications or what did, what did the doctor prescribe apart? You know, because I don't know, they probably didn't know what you'd already done. What was their take on it? Uh, ¿Qué fue la, uh, cuando, cuando el, el doctor, uh, tú tuviste la oportunidad de hablar con el doctor o a través del, del email ellos te decían qué es lo que tienes que hacer, cuáles son los pasos a seguir, la medicación, ellos te recetaron algún tipo de medicación, el doctor sabía lo que ya estabas haciendo uh, con las uh, infusiones, con la dieta. Uh-huh. Yo llamé por teléfono al centro médico para hablar con, directamente con con el doctor y me indicaron de que lo único que podía tomar era paracetamol. No debía tomar ibuprofeno porque es demasiado fuerte. Eh, y de las vaporizaciones no me dijeron nada absolutamente. Eso fue más iniciativa de nosotros como, como familia. Eh, básicamente es el paracetamol, es lo único que me dieron a tomar cada, cada seis horas el paracetamol para aliviar los dolores y nada más. You know, once um, once she, she received the test, she called back to the doctor's office and um, the doctor says, uh, she, the doctor didn't say, didn't recommend to, to do the, uh, the infusions, nothing. The doctor just uh, uh, says uh, you can take the paracetamol every six hours and don't get the ibuprofen because it's too, it's too much. Just mm-hmm. get the paracetamol every six hours and that's it. Sí, uh-huh. algo más, algo más que me dijeron y me dejó un poco, un poco mal fue que si me pongo peor, vaya al hospital. Entonces eso era algo que debía evitar más bien, porque en los hospitales tú te infectas más. Yeah, and the doctor says if if you feel bad, you know, if you don't see any anything anything good here, you should go to the hospital. And uh, she was afraid to go to the hospital because everything is going to be worse over there. So she was. Uh, uh, trying to to keep herself in in the good way. Yeah, yeah. Y el resultado era bueno, además. Yeah, no kidding. And she saw the results already. She was feeling better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so here's the other thing. Now, your husband was right there with you as you're going through all this, and what were some things that he did because he didn't get infected by you, right? He stayed healthy. ¿Cómo fue que, que tu esposo manejó la, la situación para, para evitar contagiarse? ¿Cuáles fueron las medidas que él tomó mientras cuidaba de ti? Él se ponía la mascarilla, se ponía los guantes cuando entraba a la habitación. Eh, siempre él estuvo en su cabeza de que a él no le iba a pasar nada, que él iba a estar bien, que eh, nos alimentamos bien como para él enfermarse. Y también se hizo vaporizaciones, tomaba baños de tina, de agua muy caliente con sal, 
para evitar que el virus ingrese en, su, en sus pulmones o en su cuerpo. So, uh, the husband, my, my cousin, uh, she says uh, she always um, got this uh, predisposition in, in his mind. I, I'm, I'll be fine. I'm never going to get the thing. I'm going to take care of you. So he was working in the, the mindset, you know, um, trying to be strong, mm -hmm. like being, a, being a demand in the house. So uh, he was using the mask, the gloves, um, and he was doing the, uh, the vaporizations too. And he was taking a bath with, with salt, with uh, hot water. Yeah. That helps and to keep him safe in, in this situation. And I think that the key was the the, the mind, the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, the combination of taking the same stuff that you were, that had the the herbs that had the antiviral and and anti-inflammatory and all that, and then the mindset. Yeah, because that is everything. <laughs> yes, creo que eso fue muy importante porque él me daba muchas fuerzas. Eh, psicológicamente él to todo el tiempo estaba conmigo, eh, me daba ánimos, que me tranquilice, que todo va a salir bien, eh, que somos fuertes, que somos una sola persona los dos. Entonces él mm -hmm. todo el tiempo fue mi ángel. Yeah, being supported for, by, my, by my husband was, was really makes the, the difference uh, having him next to me fighting with this, with this thing, saying, you know, we're going to be fine, we're going to We're gonna be good. We don't worry. Be strong. Mm -hmm. I'll be with you. We are one together. We're gonna deal with this thing, and we're gonna go through. Helps a lot having him. Yeah, doing the motivation, pushing me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is nothing like it. I mean, uh, it, to have that kind of support, and uh, you know, so imagine somebody who's by themselves and have to go through this by themselves. So, you're very fortunate to have yes. him as as your husband, right? Yeah, yes. And and also that he did the treatment together, even though he didn't have it. You know, and that he was still doing it, and just. When you do things together, many times it can be easier. So, um, and again, you know, also the preventative factor there. So, so that was really good because that's that's one of the things that um, I've had some people on Facebook uh, talk about. How oh, I don't know if I have it or I've been tested and I have. And what about should should they and their significant other, you know, um, quarantine away from each other? But uh, this is the perfect example of. The mindset and going together and, and using herbs can help with regards to getting through. Absolutely, absolutely. So, ella dice que, que es muy importante esto en, en cuanto a la, a la prevención. Aun cuando mm -hmm. tú no seas diagnosticado, mm -hmm. el, el ser proactivo, haciendo todo este tipo de cosas, mm -hmm. tratándote a ti mismo como si también tuvieras la, la infección mm -hmm. y sobre todo el. el las, las ideas positivas y, y, y tener tu mente enfocada en lo que tú quieres ayuda, ayuda muchísimo. Sí, eso es muy importante. Psicológicamente eso ayuda bastantísimo a la persona que está enferma, el que otra persona esté ahí para darte la mano, el saber que no estás solo y que siempre vas a tener a tu lado esa persona que, que, que te guía, que te da la fuerza para seguir adelante. Yeah, just the fact that to have a loved one next to you, uh, 
telling you everything's gonna be good, being being there for you, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and one of the things that we know, everybody, I'm sure, knows about the placebo effect. You know, the the fact that you know, the doctor gives you a sugar pill, but you think that it's whatever pill that's going to cure whatever it is that you have, and uh, it's as high as I think was it was it thirty percent of the placebo effect when they do these tests that people who got the sugar pill got better, and they've done the same thing with surgery. They'll do a pretend surgery where they just make the holes in the knee if it was a knee surgery. And uh, so the pe- person who was had the pretend surgery got better, even though they didn't have the actual surgery. Uh, so that is so powerful. Now, a lot of people don't realize or, rec- or know that there is the opposite effect, which is the nocebo effect. And that is you get a diagnosis or you, you believe that there's something wrong with you. And by golly, next thing you know there is that thing wrong with you because you have you believe it in your body you're telling your body you're telling your brain all your cells are, are hearing those messages and and there you go so so it's so incredibly super powerful what you feed your mind and what you feed your mind is what you're listening to the people you're talking to the conversations that you're having yeah yes which is exactly why we have the conversations that we do here on Shift Happens, because we're here to hopefully inspire you to maybe think about things from a slightly different perspective, maybe open your mind up to maybe there's a different way, maybe things that we did way back in the way back times when we used the herbs and we used nature and whatnot, that maybe that's not something we should just kick to the curb Maybe there's real science behind it and um, energy and all these other things, uh, different things that we've introduced here on Shift Happens. And that's all in order to help inspire you, maybe give you, uh, let you know that there's something different that could potentially work for you. And um, and that's what we're here to do. So, um, yeah, I just want to, uh, wh- what I really, one of the things that I'm really uh, excited about what, with your story was, you know, what you were saying, Martha, about, you know, first of all, having such a strong, uh, you know, husband, that mentally strong uh, husband that was there for you and, and taking your knowledge from childhood and, and uh, you know, using that to help be proactive so that you were already better by the time you finally got the diagnosis. And um, pretty much the doctor didn't do anything, um, you know, other than give you the diagnosis. So you were, you took care of it yourself and here you still are. So, um, so yeah, I want to thank uh, both you, Marta, for being on and Andres for being on and, and helping me here to translate and uh, have insightful questions and with that i just want to let you know that uh, we have one more week left of our evening meditation challenge and our 30-day meditation challenge on our insights counseling center facebook page and uh, so hop in there join us so we can increase um our our mental and emotional well-being and outside of that let's go ahead and uh Go and shine your beautiful selves because you all have special unique talents that the world needs. Thank you again, Andres, and thank you, Marta. That's an honor. You're welcome. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. again for listening to the preceding program. 